Hello and welcome to the Respectfully Podcast. I'm Nikki Pope, your host for this regular conversation about all things hairdressing. For this edition of Respectfully, my guests and I are discussing language and how to talk literally to anyone. I have with me Lee Keats, a session stylist, and Stuart Roberts, the founder and organiser of Haircuts for Homeless. Lee and Stuart recently collaborated with photographer Jack Eames to publish a book called Hear Me, See Me. Now, Stuart is a regular guest with Respectfully, often sharing his experiences and explaining how we can all support the charity Haircuts for Homeless, which delivers hairdressing services through a nationwide network of volunteers operating pop-up salons. On this occasion, we asked Lee to join us for a special reason. Alongside the stunning and poignant photographs in the Hear Me, See Me book, there are short texts prepared by Lee based on the comments of guests to the pop-up salons. They are sensitively put together to be extremely powerful and very revealing. With Lee and Stuart, we had a lively debate about how to talk to just about anyone, especially without offering judgment, which is a very important factor when talking to very vulnerable guests. Hello, hello and welcome to Stuart Roberts and Lee Keats. Nice to have you with us. Hello, thank you for having us. Yeah, really excited to be here actually. So how how is 2022 going? When we last saw you guys, we had just seen the launch of your fantastic book, which tells the story through pictures of the transformative power of a haircut. So the book had come out, you'd done a lot of crowdfunding to get a tid to be published. Stuart, where are we up to? How's it going? Um, we're at the stage now that the Hear Me, See Me book is, is um, we're, we're so pleased with it, you know, like it, it, we're so proud of it. There it is. I knew, I knew Lee would hold it up. Look, Hear Me, See Me book. Get one now. I've got mine. <laughs> <laughs> on, on the Haircuts Homers website, just click press and you'll get one uh, with yeah. a small payment, of course. But, um, <laughs> you know, like we're at the stage now where we now want to launch forward. And um, our goal, I mean, our first goal, Lee, Lee said brilliantly, was to humanise the face of homelessness. And I think we've managed it in this book with the... Um, with the, the images that Jack um, took and the, the words that Lee has picked up along the journey and myself of, you know, just, just making people realise that these are human beings with their own story, their own life story, um, and, and that people understand more, you know. Yeah. They're not just the, the invisible person sitting on the street corner. Yeah. These people with lives and... And that, but the next thing step for us now is, is we really want to get it into every salon, barbershop, beauty parlor. You know, this needs to be on your coffee table. Yeah, this needs to be seen by your clients and guests to to show that you you know you've you've got a, a support for our their calls and that you care. Um, and uh, you know, partly it's to raise money for the charity, which is very difficult at the moment to do. Um, and 100% of the money goes to the charity, which is, yeah. you know, unusual. Yeah, because you did the crowd. So the crowdfunding that we saw going on last year paid for the book, which is why all the, the proceeds from selling it can go to it. Can go yeah, to it. we're at the point where now, and I mean, no one took any fees. Everyone was really great, apart from the printer. Even he did it at cost. Yeah. He was great. Rob from Woodrow Press was brilliant. Um, so everyone's really on board. So that, you know, if you buy a book now, it all, apart from PMP, it all goes into the charity. You but know. it's a book of photographs, which they're kind of, some of them are before and afters, and it literally is 
somebody who might look very sort of disheveled or very unkempt. But also I think the photographs are very expressive about the, the relationship between your volunteers. And it's very joyful. It sounds like a funny thing to say about such a, a poignant subject. But Lee, you went around with Stuart and Jack talking to people. You must, did you just find it hugely emotional the whole time or, or how did you? Yeah, I mean, you, not, yeah, it, it's, it's a kind of combination because you get so many different characters, obviously, just like any, any salon, you know, you get a mixture of, of people. You, you have people that come through that are hard on their, hard, you know, down on their luck. You get people that are extremely optimistic. It's like, you know, it's, um, I, I found it, I don't know, just found it very relatable to, obviously, apart from the extreme circumstances, but just being the ears, it was kind of, um, you know, there was just gratitude. There was like, I don't know, it was, it was before I started doing it, I was also guilty of having this perception of what homelessness was. And then, yeah, you know, as soon as you start doing it and you start relating certain things to your life or your experience and, you know, what you take for granted and how similar you are in other ways. Yeah, it's that whole, it could be me, isn't it? That's quite often that For sure, that, that, that's what I found um, so, so moving. Um, so which is why when we were kind of throwing some ideas about the humanising the face of homelessness, it was just, it was just trying to pull together that uh, disassociation to, you know, we've got this concept of a homeless person they've either you know brought it on themselves or don't look or don't you know you know you don't want to look because you don't want yeah. them to, to be staring or you know you don't trust it's genuine or there's this or there's all these other things so yeah. I think um hair cuts for homeless might not be immediately relatable in some way but it's the experience of going to a hairdresser and being transformed which we can all relate to you know we all have that that feeling and that you are proud of it and your clients need to see that and I think rather than somebody sitting under the the dryer or waiting for their colour to process and looking through old Grazia magazines and hello magazines give them a give them a copy of this book and say there you go this is what I do every salon should have this because it's something to be proud of majority of people that come to you know come to your salons and have your services they feel you know they feel so great afterwards you know it's it's it, it, having that transformation or someone pay that attention to to you and um that's us in privileged environments if you're in a less priv- privileged circumstances where you are ignored and you you know you don't fit into society and the the impact yeah. that that has is what we're experiencing and a whole lot, a whole lot more, and so just people spending that time flicking through, I think it does just draw a little bit of attention to to that, and um, you know, yeah. just the importance of what a haircut and you know the the hair services uh, do for people. Yeah, and that's particularly why I wanted you two to join me today to talk about the words. So, Lee, how did you find that you specifically wanted to put words with these photographs? So rather than it being a of book of photographs, there are fairly short phrases and, and sentences and comments, sometimes next to the picture of the person who probably has said it, but not always. How did you approach this collecting of words? What did it So for me, it was important for me that I wasn't the one doing the talking because I didn't want it to be like a interview process. Um, I was kind of like, 
invisible almost and just kind of sitting there and overhearing you know genuine conversations and you know when if if I'm sitting there asking questions and things like that I feel like you you know it's it's not as as true and I just was I was literally just in the background just being the ears and um for me um my one of my well the first one with haircuts for homeless there was just there was just little phrases small tiny little phrases that were like just huge for me and the the first person I saw told him my name and he was like oh that's my son's name and then literally oh just through that oh that's my son's name I see I don't see a homeless man I see a father I see I think of my father I, I you know and it's just just thinking about I don't know it's just it just blew my mind and then there was this up the next guy he was telling me that he um, volunteers in a hospital in uh, South London, the exact same hospital that my sister was in after a, a really bad accident. And he was just like, this guy's a homeless guy, but he goes to hospitals and he's, you know, it's just like these tiny little things that were genuine comments that yeah. weren't there to, you know, it was just a genuine comment. So that's why... I just wanted to, I didn't want to kind of lead people in a certain direction to get information. And, um, you know, those, the quotes that we have got, they're, they're just tiny little snippets, but you can read the subtext and you can just, you can just delve so much deeper into it and just see a person, yeah. not... I don't know, Stuart, how do, how do we, what's, is there sort of one overarching piece of advice that you might give somebody who said, right, I want to volunteer, but I don't know how, you know, what do I say? What sort of openers or what sort of, advice could you give in how to talk this is the the crucial thing of us having team leaders because the team leader um it, it they they pass on their experience right. so before right. someone starts up uh, it, initially when i had sort of half a dozen little projects going on it used to all come through me and i used to just have a coffee first right you know bear in mind you know bear in mind you know uh Firstly, don't, as, as, as in a good salon as well, don't talk amongst yourselves and ignore the guest. The guest is the 100%, 100% most important person here, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. uh, re, you know, remember their circumstance, you know. Um, they don't particularly want to be talking about, you know, the boot and shoes and things, and you know, um, and parties and things. Having said that, if you let them lead it, it's surprising where it goes. Yeah, you know, yeah. They're, they're, people, these are people with real lives and and have sometimes had amazing lives. They're mm. just down mm. in their luck now, yeah. uh, and the, yeah. the stories you get out is incredible. But the team leader at the beginning will say, "Look, you know, prepare you for what's going to happen." Right. So you're not and just it, chucked in. You're not chucked in. No, no. And no. and the team leaders have been there. They've done it. Um, uh, you, you, you've, you've got a team of people, rather you're not doing it on your own. So there's always, you know, you're always amongst people who've already done it. Um, and also, you, that everyone is always pleasantly surprised. Yeah, they've all got this preconceived idea, and afterwards they go so different to what I was expecting. Yeah. You know, the laughter, the you know, camaraderie, and all of that is not what is, is expected. There is the tears, you know. We do have some very, very sad stories, and um, you know, some some of these things you you can't help but t- you, you try not to, but you, you take them home with you. Some of these people's stories, but the overall 
um, the overall effect of the the session, it brings out happiness. You know? Yeah, yeah. And I think also let's explain to people how it works. You, you do, people don't just you don't set up a pop up salon and people walking off the street. It's usually working with the umbrella of another agency, so like a Salvation Army or a I don't know a food bank or or some. So you're not there for them to say right. I need some help. I haven't got anywhere to sleep. They will have your guests will come to you because they're referred by somebody usually, is that right? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the thing is, by the time you come and do your first session, there's a whole lot of work that's gone on before. Yeah. You know, uh, if it's, say it's a new session, like we've got one coming up in Harrogate, there's a lot of back and forth between the prospective new team leader, the centre. We, you know, we establish what we expect from them to support us. Right. We let them know exactly what they can expect from us. We then it, we then work with the team leader to say, "What well, this is what you're going to have to do to, you know, like um, pr- uh, prepare your volunteers. And then um, all of this is done before the actual day when we get started. So it seems like it's all sort of just happened, but there's a lot of work. Um, and then so when we do go in, we go where uh, people are already being cared for. So, yeah. you know, we, we, we get lovely offers of people, oh, you can come and do it in my salon, this sort of thing. It's not what it's about. We go to somewhere where, um, you know, the, the guys are already going. Uh, they've already got trust. They've already got um, sort of thing, systems in place. So yeah. we just think we can then come and sort of slot in and do what we do uh, in an already organised environment. Yeah, brilliant. And I think if I can add a bit of my experience in is that you will get some things that some people are more comfortable with than others. And I know when I've been along to say crisis at Christmas, if you go in on day five or six, you can hardly tell who's a volunteer and who's a guest because you've had, you know, some haircuts and clean clothes, you know, eating properly. So it's not always this sort of vision of somebody who's literally carrying their bed through their door you know, in their arms, if you like. And then what I've always found in a group is that if I find something a bit overwhelming, if somebody is presenting in a way that I just think, oh, somebody else will just move on in and you just step back. And whereas I'll have a good old chat with somebody else who might, you know, have a different set of issues. You're nodding, Lee. Did, do, do you, did you yeah, find that absolutely. similar for you? I, mean, I think the first session or the first 10 minutes, half hour, it is overwhelming, you know, this is, you know, but it's the same as, any you know starting a new job you know the first day of a new job it's overwhelming it's all new there's new people like how do yeah but it's just um you know any any hairdresser who's who's dealt with a a, you know a busy saturday you're you 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 know it is different but it's you know you just you're um interpreting some some guests might not want to say a word so you know let them sit there enjoy it the same in a salon you yeah. get those customers that don't yeah. want to talk and then you get some people that just don't want to stop talking let them go for it and it's yeah. you know it's <clears throat> it's just that first bit it, it is a little bit overwhelming but you just find your flow and then you see how you know the other hairdressers are, are, are getting on and yeah absolutely and some people just talk absolute (laughs) rubbish it's just confidence isn't it I I know when I started it was quite helpful to just think I was advised as you say Stuart we were all told put your phones away you don't really want to be getting your expensive iPhone out in front of somebody but I think it 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 always goes back to now you know I had a salon for 30 years 
um, consultation is everything. Absolutely everything. You know, in a salon, you know, it's no different to your salon. You've got that split second to connect with someone and, and gain their trust. Yeah. So it's all about how you go about that. Now, it's all the, the old things of, you know, eye contact, uh, open questions and, and all of these things that you would do. Um, you don't just sit down and go right next. You know, you, you, it, these, these are our guests. We need to find out about them and, you know, like what they want. Uh, what they don't want. I mean, if yeah. ever you're worried, if someone can't communicate to you in, in, in a salon or in a haircuts front of a session, what they want, ask them what they don't want. Yeah. Like the minute you say, what, well, what don't you want? And they'll, they'll, it'll all flow. Well, I don't yeah. much off. I don't want this. I don't want that. It's exactly the same as a good salon, yeah. you know, consultation. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And we are hairdressers. We're yeah. great at that stuff. You know, we, we're great at picking up on, on mood and, and, and you know, like if someone, want, as Lee said, some people don't want to talk. Yeah. You know, if you've got, you just use your skills. You know, you, we know when someone wants to be quiet. We know, we know when something's on their mind and, you know, you're, you're okay. You know, that yeah. thing, are you okay? That, that brings a response like every time, you know, you just ask your clients in your salon. Yeah. You know, if you see that little bit of turmoil in them, you know, just saying, are you okay? Yeah. Then yeah. It, it, it often it will come out. And then, you know, it, it helps them to be able to share with someone. Yeah, I think so. It's like coming alongside, isn't it? And this is, I imagine, what you were doing quite a lot of Lee, is just like, just listening, being there. It's not up to us to offer an opinion as such. It's just to say, you know, oh, that must be rough or that must be hard or... I can see that's difficult for you or, you know, you're not expressing an opinion and you're not offering to fix the world. You're just saying, yeah, it's just... Yeah, I think the, <clears throat> a lot of our guests just appreciate you there listening, you know, just focusing that, you know, however half hour, 45 minutes, hour, however long it takes, you know, just, you know, you're there, you're with them and it's it's their time time to be visible and listen to seen and heard. So with the with the book, with the photographs, you people were asked, obviously given their permission, I think, weren't they? Yeah, um, of course. Stuart. How did you match words with a with pictures, Lee? Was that was that you doing that? Was it a collaborative thing that you did with Jack and you um, three? We we all had a bit of input. We also we had um someone that helped us with with the the layout a, a little bit as well, which was um which was was great. We didn't want to we didn't want to put the quotes with the photos because some of them are quite sensitive and and um, and personal, and you know we just thought that was. Um, yeah, that we we didn't feel comfortable with that, yeah. so that's why we wanted to we put something in the beginning to say that the quotes aren't associated with necessarily associated with the photo, um. But yeah, it's just. I think like I feel like the good, the finishing one that was like as soon as we saw, as soon as we saw the last one, which is. Um, I'm gonna skip out the door. I feel like a different person. You know, there's just it just went as soon as we saw it in place, we're like, yeah, that's that's it, that's perfect. Um Yeah. You know, and sorry, this last one of these ones. Oh thank you so uh, much for, so listening, much for to listening to me. It's just it, it's just as soon as you see it, it's just like that's perfect. Yeah. yeah. You can't change that. It's it just yeah. I don't know, yeah, the, a lot of it was there was a lot of quotes that 
we thought were amazing, but didn't quite, quite, some of them are a lot more heart-wrenching and sad and, you know, really impactful, but it's just a little thing like that, 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 that actually just really, really helps elevate yeah. the message that we're trying to portray. And I think having that conversation with your clients about the book as well. So I think that's the other thing that, that this is why it's such a brilliant thing for every salon to have. And every salon should have it. Every every youngster should have it. It should be the gift of choice. If you want to reward somebody in your salon, if you want to offer you know, an incentive or a prize or a thank you, it honestly should be, I believe, something that as an employer you can gift to your team. It's like, you know, almost like a careers guide as well in a, in a funny sort of way, don't you think? Oh yeah, yeah. It, it it shows up the 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 wealth of 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 um, the wealth of talent we've got in our industry. You know, in in all its forms. You know, and um, the the compassion, um, the communication skills, um, the caring. You know, like and and it it reflects in the amount of uh, the different type of um, volunteers we get. I mean, we yeah. get. People that, you know, as Lee and, you know, Anna Cafoni, people like to super session stylist at one end, you know, and we, we get someone who's um, uh, a re- a retired. We get some retired hairdressers who, yeah. who you know, it's there. They don't want to, they're not doing it as a living anymore, but they want to still do, give what they've got, you yeah. know. Um, it, it goes across the board. Yeah, yeah, because you're a hairdresser for life, I think, is uh, my understanding. <laughs> so you can't, you never, you never get to really grow out of it or hang up your scissors so so the book is available on the website it's how much is the book it's 49 pounds but to buy it it's 55 pounds because there's postage and packaging and that's uh, domestic so anywhere in the uk it's 55 pounds you have to sort of inquire if it's outside of the uk okay um yeah yeah and it's we, we it's only we've got it specifically it's only available on on the website because it, you know, it, it gets so complicated if it goes onto Amazon and things like that. This is yeah. the most direct way that we've got uh, we've got control of doing it. Yeah. So people can buy the book. Yeah. If you can't buy the book, and you feel able to, just donating is always very helpful, isn't it? They can make can they make a one off donation on the website? Yeah, we've got a donate button. So okay. you know, if you want if you, you want to put fiver in, yeah. Uh, I, 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 we've we've had some people that have done a monthly donation. Yeah. It was for three years now since we were first on the TV advert yeah. from the lottery. Um, funny enough, I speak to my sister yesterday about this, that we've gradually seen a few of them uh, end their donation. Yeah. And I don't know whether that's with, um, you know, the economic insecurity, you know. Uh, I would think they, you know, they care and support us enough, but people are looking at their budgets and that. Yeah. Um, what I would say is, is if you keep it something that you can really easily afford, a monthly donation is crucial because it means we've, we, we, we're guaranteed a certain amount coming in. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, 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 you know, on, on say on Instagram, we got, I think we've got 7,000 followers. Now, 7,000, if every one of our Instagram followers donates a pound a month, yeah, seven grand a month coming yeah. in, you yeah. know, I know it doesn't work like that, but. It's fun to think about, you know, if, if yeah. don't be put off by that. Oh, I can't, I can't just put a pound a month in, but that but goes a hell of a long way if, if it multiplies. Absolutely. And I just, I think you're absolutely right. I think to put just a small amount so that um, it's 
very, very helpful, hopefully not going to impact. Um, and also fundraising. Hairdressers love fundraising. So we have some, we don't have very many hairdressing specific charities and everybody is worthy. But again, don't forget Haircuts for Homeless. You could do a specific fundraising, maybe. And with the book being a tangible way of showing people what you're fundraising for, I think that could be really something to capture people's attention. Even put the book on, buy a book, put it on your reception desk, put a jar next to it. Easy. Well, we've, we've, Lee, we've got something that we're really working on that's uh, probably even even better than that, isn't it, Lee? Yeah. <laughs> Go on, Lee, take it away. Can you tell us? <laughs> I can. We're, we're working on this um, uh, Haircuts for Homeless Ambassador Programme where um, we're going we're gonna to try and approach salons to choose a few services um which might be services that they want to promote services they've got the highest margins on um or you know whatever works for for the salon and if they'll put out the logo next to that service and any customer that chooses that service a pound will get donated to haircuts for homeless. So it could be, there might be a junior stylist that you want to have more experience. It might be a backwash treatment. Um, um, So it's just a way to one, promote a product, but also raise a, you know, raise some money for for the charity. I've seen it in, in restaurants with, with, um, yes, you know, uh, there's. A, I went to a restaurant the other day where on the menu they you can order the burnt toast, and the burnt toast is basically put a pound on my bill, and it yeah. goes to whatever that charity is. So similar thing. And yeah. I think some of the coffee shops do it, don't they? Absolutely. Yeah. There's like invisible fries, and there's um, have a meal, give a meal. You know, that's the kind of thing that we're we're trying to promote. It's like have a good hair day, give a good hair day, and um, you know, for for that extra well it's not even an extra pound to the customer it's you know the customer can just have this extra service yeah um the the salon benefits the customer benefits the charity benefits it's really important that your salon knows what it stands for and the values that you stand for if you like so your clients will love it it gives you something to talk about it gives you something to be talked about for doing as well, you know. Yeah. I know a big supporter of us is Green Salon Collective. They are going to start selling our book through their website. Great. Um, so Green Salon salons can can buy the book. Um, they're also, they've designed, I don't think you've seen these, Lee, but they've designed these tote bag things. It's really cool what they've done. So that's going to, there's things that, but we need to have some of our own merchandise as well. Yeah, but I think with the, the we're going to focus firstly on the ambassador program. Um, yeah, the idea is is that we've worked it out. We believe it's going to be like a a, a one off signing up fee for the salon. Right. So it's not a yearly f- thing. It's just a one off thing, um, and it's going to we're aiming at it to be about ninety nine pounds. But you get a free you get a book. Right. So yes. the, you know you get fifty five of that. Is the book coming to the salon? Yeah. We're also going to have window decals, uh, you know, so you can put in your window, we are a haircuts from Sambasta Salon. Yeah. And, and that will be something for the yeah for, for the local papers and things. Also little little um, things for the mirrors. Yeah. So people yeah. could uh, with a QR code and they can go on and see what we're about. 
Yeah. Um, so an ambassador salon can be like, because sometimes for practical reasons, I get a lot of messages saying, we'd love to get involved, but we, you know, because of this, this and this, we can't, but we'd love, you know, this is your way to become involved. Yeah. This is your way. If you can't come out and do the work, or it's not for you, you can still become a real supporter of Aircuts. Yeah, right? and join the community. And don't forget yeah. your podcast, Stuart. So whilst you've got the book out and whilst you're part of that programme, you can also be saying to clients, why don't you just listen to that podcast while you're I'm sitting there well in done. the chair? So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's, I can see why you're where you are, Nikki. But <laughs> <laughs> it's personal. I mean, you're, you know, we're talking about people, so I think it's it's yeah. a perfect fit. But yeah, all, all of can these you things. See me podcast? I think if if people have got these in their in their salons, which is part of the, the registration, uh, the sign up fee, um, you know, if you're showing your clients this, they're automatically, you know, they're going to be like, this is amazing. That's an, an opening for you to say, yeah, we've also got, you know, if you want to take, you know, have this backwash treatment, that's there's the donation that gets made to the charity. People, once they see it, once they engage, once it's, it's part of the conversation, they will want to know how they can help and they can help by having this extra service. Um, yeah, absolutely. I think it makes it makes perfect sense. So let's say so. Anybody interested? I know you're still you're still finalising how this actually rolls out. But clearly, anybody listening to this, if you're interested in finding out, just drop us an email and we'll pass it on, or or maybe they can contact you on the website so that when you're ready to roll this out, when it's all completely, you know, all the little details turn up, you can get back in touch with somebody and say, right, we're ready to show you how it works. Yeah. Is that, that that'll fair? be very soon? We're 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 nearly there with it. Um, okay. And uh, one, I want to just add to it the fact that what we really want is this to be a proper movement, an ambassador salon be, becoming really invested in it. Yeah. So, you know, we, we're not doing it for the sort of the one-off payment and, the, you know, like the book goes and sits there or sits in the governor's office. And, you know, we want you to all become really part of the movement. And, and you know, when, you, when it's an ambassador salon, we, we want, as you said, to be proud of what we're doing as an industry, yeah. you know. And, and they, you know, we want people to, when they just get their stickers, to the team hold the book up and, you know, next to the window and, you know, we're all, we're haircuts for us ambassadors and we can share all that on social media. Yes. That's the sort of thing that in my mind it's going to, it's going to do. Yeah, I think excellent. I think it's brilliant. And it's not to detract anything from the other parts of the industry, this, you know, the session styling, the red carpet, the high end luxury, all of, all of this. We also do all of that and we do this as well. And I think it just really adds to, to this sort of, story this community it's it's just really important we spent the last two years being reminded by fate how we need to be kind and understanding and patient with each other this embodies that i think perfectly so i think it brings balance and i think one of the most important things in life is balance yeah and i think you know the balance it gives is that, that you know i love the red carpet i love the, the, the you know the wonderful things we do in that part of our industry but it just gives it the balance of, you know, you know, this is also what we're about. And, that, you know, this, this yeah. the whole industry is about. Yeah. Brilliant. Thank you so much. Thanks for sharing that with us. Congratulations again on the book to you and obviously to Jack as well yes. uh, for his wonderful photographs. Thank you, Lee. Thank, Thank you, you, Stuart. Thank you very much. Thank you so much to my guests, Lee Keats and Stuart Roberts. I hope you found that really interesting and helpful. I know I certainly did. We've prepared lots of show notes, so wherever you're listening to this podcast, if you scroll down, you can find links to the resources that we mention. 
If you like what you hear, then don't forget to jump over to your podcast provider, Spotify, iTunes and many others and have a look at the library of conversations that we've made over the past couple of years about all sorts of subjects. If you like what you hear, please rate and review us as it helps to drive us up the charts and make hairdressing podcasts more visible to everybody. Until next time, thank you. Nikki, please start calling it Hear Me, See Me book. Oh, sorry. Did I say it the wrong way? <laughs> Every time I've you make it, it, call it, See Me, Hear Me. Did I? Hear Me, See Me. <laughs> it doesn't matter because I kept putting it straight back in after. So don't worry about No, it. but I'll be aware of that. I'll let you say <laughs> You're not alone. There's, there's a lot of people are saying, See wrong? Me, Hear Me. Have I always got it wrong? Or is it just... No, you have always got it wrong, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But you're not alone. <laughs> I'm going to get a T-shirt with it printed wrong and then I'm going to cross it out and handwrite it in. <laughs>